Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, Bitcoin teases weekly highs as traders eye Bitcoin price leg up to $17,300. I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. Also in today's show, Bitcoin volatility may return and catch up with gold this year in 2023. That's right. Both stocks and gold are leading the way when it comes to New Year gains. But can Bitcoin match them? I'll be breaking this down for you. Also in today's show, Ethereum creator Vitalik Buterin reveals what he is bullish on for 2023. The crypto pioneer says, says that he is hopeful ETH will reach the basic roll-up scaling milestone in his roadmap diagram shared on Twitter. Also in today's show, the Three Arrows Capital founder gets called out by the community as he fires off accusations against DCG, quoting him here. Here's a rough summary of DCG's situation. Number one, they conspired with FTX to attack Luna and Steph and made a fair bit doing so. Number two, they took substantial losses in the summer from our bankruptcy as well as Babel and other firms involved in GBTC. I'll be breaking all this drama down for you. Also in today's show, more bear market. Analyst looks at three on-chain models that signaled Bitcoin bottoms in the previous cycles. Also in today's show, Eric Voorhees, who is the ShapeShift CEO, tips $40,000 Bitcoin price by June, which is this summer, just six months away. But little consensus among pundits as Tim Draper stands by his $250,000 prediction for the second year running. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market All this, plus so much more, in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome, everyone, tuning in to today's episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. This is pod episode number 1152. Today is January 3rd, 2023. And naturally, we have lots to discuss. So let's dive right in. Checking out the overall market. We can see Bitcoin down a half a percent, trading at 16,600 as the bulk of the major cryptos are all correcting and in the red as well, including Ethereum, BNB, XRP, Polkadot. And then we have one crypto in particular pumping like a mofo up another 18% for the day, trading above $13, and that's Solana. Also, checking out coinmarketcap.com, we can see the current crypto market cap sitting at $808 billion with $22 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Current Bitcoin dominance, 39.9%, with the Ether dominance at 18.4%. And we've seen this dominance climb as high as 70% in previous bear market cycles for the king crypto. So it'll be interesting to see how high it climbs for this year. 
And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past 24 hours, Kava leading the pack up 17%, trading at 64 cents, followed by Solana up almost 19%, trading above 13 bucks, followed by Flow up about 10%, trading above 73 cents. Below that, we have LidoDAO and Gate Token. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, we got Bit leading the pack up 35%, Solana up 21%, OKB up 20%, and LidoDAO up 16.5%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index shows we're currently rated a 26 in fear. Yesterday, a 27. Last week, a 27. And last month, a 26 in fear. So there you have it. With that being shared, now let's dive right into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out what's going on in the charts, shall we? Here we here we go. Bitcoin inched closer to $17,000 this morning, January 3rd, as the first Wall Street open of the year loomed. And right here, looking at the Bitcoin, one-hour candle chart. Now check it. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and TradingView showed Bitcoin reaching highs of 16.7 on Bitstamp is best performance since December 27th. Analysts and traders alike were keenly awaiting for the start of the Wall Street trading after European stocks posted gains the day prior and U.S. futures followed suit. Now, both equities and gold have looked considerably more appetizing than Bitcoin since the FTX meltdown in November. Quoting Crypto Chase here, if Bitcoin is finally ready to join the party, I can see it run to 17.3 as drawn below. And he shares a chart and fellow account cold-blooded Schiller, what a name, likewise posted 17.3 as a target of interest for the bulls should the S&P 500 in particular play out in their favor and quoting Red Capital despite a market wide bounce Bitcoin is still below the key 17,300 resistance as outlined here in this chart and prior to the open the US dollar began to see volatility retracing a day of swift upside action which took the US dollar over 104 for the first time since mid-December local move above the weekly from support I had marked out on the US dollar PA trader shared in an update on the day if it can hold above the weekly I would expect further upside on DXY and thus a move down on ES slash crypto. This again is based on if it can hold that weekly level into support. Now Bitcoin avoids rising DCG tensions. Internal events meanwhile had noticeably little impact on the Bitcoin price strength. These take in the form of concerns over potential trouble for the digital currency group amid ongoing doubts over the fate of the conglomerates group over companies including Grayscale, operator of the largest Bitcoin institutional investment vehicle, which is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. One client in particular took this public DGT task in an open letter to uh, DCG CEO, which I covered in great detail in yesterday's episode. Barry Silbert, Cameron Winklevoss, the co-founder of Exchange Gemini, demanded answers. Gemini funds locked up since the FTX debacle began to total nearly a billion dollars. Winklevoss stated, repeating the need for DCG to meet at a January 8th deadline to solve this problem. Silbert, formerly vocal on social media, had yet to respond to the letter at the time of the writing. And I'm going to give you some updates regarding all of this as well. But where do you feel for the short-term Bitcoin price action? Do you feel we're likely to drop even lower than where we're currently at? Or do you think we're likely to continue rising towards that $20,000 psychological barrier? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next story of the day. Let's discuss Bitcoin versus gold. Uh, shall we? Here we go. Bitcoin volatility is declining on schedule, but the Bitcoin price action can still play catch up with gold this year. The latest data and analysis shows that despite sideways moves in Bitcoin, the largest crypto is behaving as expected with traders frustrated 
exacerbated by the lack of tangible moves on Bitcoin volatility. It's under the microscope at the start of this year for analytics resource Equinometrics. However, there is nothing to worry about. Bitcoin is becoming more stable with time. And this is a feature, not a bug. In Twitter comments on January 2nd, it stated so far the pattern of less extreme volatile events as Bitcoin matures is confirmed. And in the accompanying chart on Bitcoin average one month realized volatility distribution came with a description of Bitcoin being in a deep bear market. The data showed volatility ebbing at identical points in every four-year halving cycle, making 2022 firmly fit the trend of volatility decreasing more in each of the bear markets, which is outlined here in this chart. Now, Equinometrics nonetheless noted that volatility is not yet at record lows, contrary to data from newer sources, such as the Bitcoin Historical Volatility Index. That's right. Now, in terms of triggers, which could upend the status quo and volatility, investors may need to look uh, need to look out for. In addition to the return of TradeFi volume on January 3rd, analysts are eyeing a potential game of cat and mouse between Bitcoin and gold. Quoting TED Talks Macro here, 2023 will be one of the best yet for precious metals, in my opinion. Will Bitcoin play catch up? Let me know if you agree or disagree with TED Talks Macro. And comparing the two assets shows the impact of the FTX meltdown in November, enduring for Bitcoin, while gold has seen a comparative Renaissance. And until then, two more were in lockstep. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro and TradingView shows also note that stocks may also provide a quicker boost to the Bitcoin price performance with the U.S. futures trending up before the year's first Wall Street session, copying one to two percent gains in Europe from the day prior, quoting Mikhail Van de Pop. Bitcoin looks ready for continuation, but always difficult to call when U.S. opens up tomorrow. I'd be chasing the $16,600 area if you're not in a position with targets between $17,000 and $17,100. Let me know regarding that target. Do you feel likely Bitcoin is on track to hit that or do you think we're likely to drop lower? Holla at your boy. Which leads us to our next story of the day. Let's discuss a little bit of Ethereum for 2023 as per the co-founder himself, Vitalik Buterin. Let's break it down. Crypto Pioneer says he is hopeful Ethereum will reach the basic roll-up scaling milestone in his roadmap diagram shared on Twitter. Buterin says that the milestone includes rolling out Ethereum improvement proposal 48. 44, which he explains here, EIP 4844 introduces a new kind of transaction type to Ethereum, which accepts blobs of data to be persisted in the beacon node for a short period of time. These changes are forwards compatible with the Ethereum's scaling roadmap and blobs are small enough to keep disuse manageable. And according to the diagram shared by Buterin, EIP 4844 is a part of Ethereum's development dubbed the Surge, which aims to get the leading smart contract platform to process 100,000 transactions per second or more as outlined right here. You can see the merge, the surge, the scourge, the verge, the purge, and the splurge. Somebody trying to be a rapper here. <laughs> Buterin also says that the basic roll-up scaling milestone involves partially taking off training wheels on roll-ups, which is pretty interesting. Check it out. Roll-ups are solutions that execute transactions outside of Ethereum's blockchain, but record the transactional data. The two types of roll-ups are optimistic roll-ups and zero-knowledge roll-ups. Optimistic roll-ups automatically assume transactions are valid, while ZK rollups run computations off the chain and then submit a validity report. Now, Buterin says partial, uh, partially taken off the training wheels involves running a fraud proof or validity proof scheme. ETH, interesting word to use there. ETH is trading at a 
now around 1200 at the time of this recording. The second rank crypto asset by market cap is up about actually, let's actually get the latest data right here. We're actually currently down 0.61%, but barely still just above that $1200 support. Are you currently bullish or bearish on Ethereum, the leading smart contract platform? Let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And do you think these updates for the Ethereum, uh, protocol is likely to help the price action on ethereum let me know what you think and with that being shared now let's get into the saga and the drama which is on everyone's mind on crypto twitter right now and that's genesis as well as dcg and this is actually quite interesting a liquidity issue surrounding the digital currency group better known as dcg three arrows capital founders suju made a twitter thread containing allegations against dcg and ftx however the founder immediately got called out by the crypto community for blaming others and not taking accountability. Well, I want to start here by reading the entire thread. I started with in, in the intro, I already shared number one, which is a rough summary of the DCG situation. And he continues. So let's uh, get to what he says here. Number four, instead, they fabricated a left pocket, right pocket, calibre promissionary note that magically filled the hole. This is like a kid losing at poker and saying, I am fine. My dad will pay you. Let me keep playing. But if your dad is actually yourself, they, like FTX, proceeded to misdirect for months using various methods to attack us and also not have anyone ask the hard questions, which is how did Genesis fill the hole? Number six, they, like FTX, spent six months taking more deposits while in, while insolvent and hoping the market goes up. Number seven, DCG value is zero. Criminal fraud. FTX creditors also have case for fraudulent conveyance of Alameda return of capital to Genesis and number eight, most OGs are well aware of how close Barry and SBF were since the beginning. SBF is on the board of Genesis. They gave him his first FTT back loan. You can't make this stuff up, folks. And he ends with number nine. Genesis creditors will push it into bankruptcy and take remaining DCG assets in coming days either way. They are likely demanding Barry pays back his cash outs the easy way instead of waiting for the Department of Justice criminal case with restitution punishments. So there you have it. Very bold claims by CZ and not CZ. My apologies from Suzu, the Three Arrows Capital founder. Now here's a response. So it was everyone else's fault and you take no personal responsibility at all for your actions. Now the Daily Gway host and Ether Bull, Anthony Sassano also called out Shu on Twitter. Sassano employed sarcasm saying everyone was behind the Three Arrows collapse except for Zhu and the co-founder Kyle Davies. They are totally innocent parties who were simply forced to be on the losing side side of the highly profitable trading strategies, obviously being extremely sarcastic there. Now the Three Arrows Capital co-founder tweets came hours after Gemini founder Cameron Winklevoss posted an open letter to Barry Silbert, the CEO of DCG. Winklevoss urged Silbert to pay back $900 million that's allegedly owed by DCG's subsidiary company Genesis to Gemini's clients. The Gemini founder pointed out that DCG owes Genesis $1.6 billion and said that this is the money that Genesis should use to pay Gemini. However, Silbert responded that DCG never missed an interest payment to Genesis. Someone's lying. And apart from Zoo, other prominent members of the crypto community also hopped in on the convo. Blockstream CEO Adam Back also pointed out some of the factors that could be significant. He shared the following. One interesting open question is whether the 10-year maturity permissionary note from DCG parent to Genesis is callable. Callable meaning it is the beneficiary. Genesis has rights to demand early repayment that could be significant. And through a Telegram poll, Cointel 
Telegraph asked community members about their opinion on the issue, and a majority of the participants refused <laughs> to take sides. Meanwhile, the three Eros Capital bankruptcy processes faces difficulties as its founders may be located in Indonesia as well as the United Arab Emirates, where it may be difficult to enforce court orders. Lawyers who represent liquidators have claimed that the three Eros Capital founders have failed to coordinate with liquidators in the past few months despite agreeing to communications protocol. Then on December 2nd, which was yesterday, the legal team for liquidators also called out the three Arrow Capitals founders for talking to the media and being active on social media while failing to engage with them. The legal team claimed that the founders only had limited discussions with liquidators frequently changing jurisdictions. So there you have it. How do you feel this is likely to play out? And do you think this can potentially, I mean, it's given me vibes of what just happened with Alameda Research and FTX being Barry Silver, you know, is in charge of Genesis as well as uh, DCG. And now you have this debt owed of roughly $1.6 billion. And it seems like to me, Barry Silbert doesn't have the funds or they're not liquid or not available or why would you not pay it? And it's interesting as well because the Winklevoss twins are amongst the largest hodlers of Bitcoin in the world. So I definitely know they have the money to make this right, but they're pointing the finger at Barry Silbert and Barry Silbert's pointing the finger back at, you know, Gemini and the Winklevoss twins. So hopefully we get some resolution out of this. I just hope this doesn't cause another massive black swan event, which many have been anticipating as 2023 has already kicked off with a bang to say the least. But let me know how you feel this is likely to play out and I'll be keeping you posted as I get more details as they're released. With that being shared, now let's discuss when Bitcoin bear bottom for Christ's sake, right? Widely followed crypto analyst says there are three key models flashing signs that Bitcoin's bear market woes may have longer to go. In a new strategy session, Nicholas Merton, host the Data Dash, tells his half a million YouTube subs that three models have been accurately predicting Bitcoin's bottom in the past, but there aren't pointing towards a recovery anytime soon. First, the trader points to the net unrealized profit loss metric, which divides Bitcoin investors' unrealized profit or loss by the Bitcoin market cap. Quoting him here, all three of the bottoming indicators are are still not showing any clear signs of recovery or strength. We got the net unrealized profit loss. One of our favorite models here still sitting in capitulation territory, but still far away from what we have seen in the previous bear markets. The trader then brings up the supply and profit metric, which measures the amount of Bitcoin that are currently in the green, quoting him here, in a typical normal Bitcoin bear market. We come down to a point range of about 45. Right now we're sitting at 51 with a recent low at 49. We have yet to get there just yet. Merton also mentions the hash ribbons, an indicator that aims to show when Bitcoin miners have capitulated, generally because their cost of operating is higher than their mining rewards, as he shares here, to take or to make matters worse. We have not seen real miner capitulation, not even the typical kind of capitulation we see in a normal bear market. With how bad things are right now, with how low Bitcoin's price is compared to the average cost of miners, these companies are burning through cash in order to extract Bitcoin that's worth a fraction of the cost of their mining and electricity. There needs to be a massive consolidation. There will be a lot of sell-side pressure that is just going to make things worse here in the near term before they get better. It is simply supply and demand. Now check it. To watch this video Nicholas Merton did entitled The Most Important Bitcoin Chart That No One Is Watching, check the show notes below the video in the description and let me know if you agree or disagree with crypto analysts that will likely to drop a lot further down here and that the Bitcoin bear market is not 
over yet. With that being shared, now for the moment, we have all been waiting for a $40,000 Bitcoin price prediction for the King Crypto coming by summer of this year, which is June, which is approximately six months away. Let's break it down. There's little agreement amongst Bitcoin commentators over the last few weeks with crypto execs, research analysts, and billionaire investors offering widely different takes on what's in store for the King Crypto in 2023. One crypto exchange founder expects Bitcoin to spike to $40,000 by summer, while a Bitcoin billionaire, Tim Draper, renews his $250,000 Bitcoin price prediction for the year. Let's start with Eric Voorhees, the founder and CEO of crypto exchange Shapeshift, was optimistic about a potential recovery of Bitcoin's price during a recent interview with Bankless January 2nd, stating he wouldn't be surprised if Bitcoin hit like $40,000 by the summer. Send it. Let's freaking go. For he's noted that his prediction were to come true that he would be 2.5x from the current price of around 16600 which he said is a great return. The crypto executive couldn't pinpoint the timing of the next bull run, only saying it will come sometime within the next six months to three years. He shut down the idea that it could take as much as 10 years. However, arguing that it could happen, it could mean the whole thing probably failed if that was to happen. And looking ahead, Voorhees said that the macro environment, interest rates, and the tightening of monetary conditions are big factors in how the crypto market will play out this year. He also acknowledged that the reputation of crypto from outsiders is just trash. But those commentators will also be the ones to be blindsided when the next rally happens. Voorhees said that whether we are in a bull or bear market, we are in the middle of a revolution right now. Facts. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Voorhees and his $40,000 Bitcoin price prediction by summer of this year. Meanwhile, Bitcoin billionaire Tim Draper, who I covered in great detail in yesterday's episode, if you missed it, be sure to check it out, continues to knuckle down on his quarter million dollar Bitcoin price prediction via his most recent Twitter post, January 1st, showing he even has a printed on t-shirt of that $250,000 prediction here. See t-shirt, $250,000 by 2022. My prediction was off by a bit. Hasn't made it there yet. Certainly before the halving, and we all know the halving is set to occur in 2024. Draper first made his bold quarter million dollar Bitcoin price prediction during a speech at his own Draper University in San Mateo in April of 2018. At the time, he said he was looking into what he described as a crystal ball, saying he was thinking 250000 for a Bitcoin by 2022. Draper said people would perceive those that believe in the predictions as crazy, but reassured his audience it would happen and be awesome. And in his most recent tweet, Draper conceded that his 250000 by 2022 prediction was off by a bit, but said he believes it will certainly happen before the next Bitcoin halving set to occur in April of 2020. 24. His bullish predictions was, however, met with varied comments on Twitter, with one tweeting they had lost interest in the price of Bitcoin since Celsius stole the one Bitcoin that they had. And another tweeted, you have high hopes, while another predicted that it is unlikely to even go back above 30,000 in 2023. Now for Mike McGlone, Draper's comments may have seen particularly bullish even amongst Bitcoin supporters. But in September, Bloomberg Intelligence Senior Commodity Strategist Mike McGlone, who has been optimistic about the future of the Bitcoin price in the past, tapped the crypto to only reach $100,000 by 2025. He made the prediction once before during an interview in October of 2020, where he said Bitcoin is on track to hit $100,000 by 2025. And a year later, he stood by that prediction in an interview with Kitco News, stating it is only a matter of time to get to $100,000. Facts. And he says the reason for this is that supply is still going down, while adoption and demand are still increasing. Now let's discuss a very bearish prediction for 2023, 
coming from Standard Chartered. In December, the UK-based banking firm Standard Chartered predicted Bitcoin could drop as low as $5,000 in 2023 as one of the possible financial market surprises of the year. And according to a December 5th report from CNBC, rising yields and a plunge in tech stocks can lead to an acceleration of a Bitcoin sell-off, causing further bankruptcies and collapses in crypto and a collapse in investors' confidence of digital assets. However, the author of the investor note, Eric Robertson, the firm's global head of research, noted this was an extreme prediction that fell outside of his own baseline views and outside of market consensus. I agree with that 100%. I am not anticipating a $5,000 Bitcoin price in 2023. However, if it did occur and that timeline played out, I'd be seizing the moment and taking advantage of it, to say the least. Now, while some crypto industry figures have been confident enough to share their Bitcoin forecast for the years ahead, others have been more reserved in sharing their thoughts on the subject. Co-founder and managing partner of digital asset management platform Nexo, Antonio Trenchev, recently explained that there were many factors that can influence the price of Bitcoin. Also, we have Alex McCurry, CEO and co-founder of blockchain solution provider Solidify, or is it yeah, solidify.io. He said on January 3rd that Bitcoin is a completely unpredictable asset and author of best-selling book, Rich Dad Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, hasn't made any price predictions in the recent months either, despite frequently posting about Bitcoin on his Twitter page. One of his most recent posts, are you investing in Bitcoin? Yes, I am. I am excited about Bitcoin. Why? Because Bitcoin is classified as a commodity, much like gold, silver, and oil. Most crypto tokens are classified as a security and SEC regulations will crush most of them, I am buying more BTC. So there, you freaking have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that $40,000 prediction coming from Shapeshift CEO Eric Voorhees or Tim Draper's quarter million dollar Bitcoin price prediction. Holla at your boy. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.